Hey guys, welcome to the Say What Podcast. I'm your host, Yvette Irene, interior designer and lifestyle architect. I've been featured on Food Network, HGTV, and DIY, and my co-host is comedian and sommelier Sam Mushman. Each week, we will dispel perceptions, discuss news that may not be mainstream, and interview some really cool people along the way. If you like the show, you can subscribe on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and positive review. Now, without further ado, let's say what... So it's great to be back. Last week I had to be on site at one of my design projects and I had the lovely Gina, the fiance of the wacko sitting next to me, fill in. Thank you so much, Gina. I don't know how you did it. It was nice to have a week off. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Sorry, Sam. Because he's nuts. Because the, we, we just had a heated discussion for like an hour before going live about Starbucks and coffee and and anyway. So hi Sam. A lot of so layers. He gets me like all fired up. Of course, that's a, that's the point <laughs> of this. I mean, we're not going to we're not going to have a conversation that people are going to listen to that can't contribute to the conversation <laughs> and have the conversation not take a side. Do you know those people that like push your buttons like just say stuff to just egg you on and then and then you fall for it? That's me. Like you say something to aggravate me and then I fall for it and then I go full on and then I get all fired up and then he's like, okay, let's go record. I think you needed a week off. I think it was good. I think you're working on a lot of awesome design projects. I definitely referenced that on the episode. If you're going to give me any credit, I know you're not, but hey, (laughs) I did say you're doing a lot of really cool stuff, but, but that's, that's neither not what Did you ever hear the the saying, Sam? It's not what you're doing for me yesterday. It's what you're doing for me today. Yeah. And and what I'm doing for you today is is getting you fired (laughs) up. Elevating my blood pressure. Yeah, I think it's healthy. I think it's healthy for not you. I doesn't that burn it, fat? It's, it's healthy for the listeners because you're burning calories, right, right? And we're blowing through people's eardrums with you know, feisty and fiery. Is that a lifestyle debate? I guess the Starbucks. It, it, it's a lifestyle debate because it's a lifestyle podcast. Huh? Right, it is. I think that is. It's well, well, how is uh, first before we dive into whatever we're going to dive into? <laughs> how, how is everything? How was your week? How's how's everything going? Oh, thanks for asking, Sam. Um, it was. It's been great. I've been really crazy, really busy working on a lot of projects um, in New York, DC, and actually, I am starting to work out of uh, on a project out of New York for Texas. So that's very exciting. Really cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, different uh, than, than the taco chain, right? The taco. Um, this is a taco chain. It's for, this is for for the taco chain. That's awesome. Yeah. So awesome. I'm really excited about that. It's going to be amazing. Um, I mean, let's let's be real. If, if you check out the Instagram, just so you guys know, uh, follow at Yvette underscore Irene underscore design. You'll notice she has a way with Tex-Mex cantina style designs. That's kind of her. She's like the Bobby Flay of interior design because Bobby Flay, you look at it, okay, looks like a Irish white male. This guy probably knows how to make a good shepherd's pie. No, Southwestern. Southwestern American cuisine is Bobby Flay's strong suit, you know, ridiculous Southwestern style burgers and then tacos galore. So with Yvette, you look at her, you're like, okay, where's she from? Hungary, Slovakia, <laughs> Czechoslovakia. Is she part of the Russian Mars. mob? What are we doing, <laughs> right. right? But then, the devil. You, but then you start seeing her designs, and you're like, okay, Jesus Christ, someone, someone book her in Arizona. <laughs> Thank you. And how about you? You have great things happening. You just had another show, right? Your uncorked comedy. Yeah, yeah. They're Sorry, done, I done for the it. season. Done for the season. But um, it was a huge turnout, biggest turnout we ever had. Two hundred and thirty people came out to the show. So thank you, uh, Cape May County. It was amazing. And uh, those shows will, you know, start back up in the fall again. I will be doing events at Willow Creek Winery this summer, though, much more wine related. Um, That's exciting, Sam. Yeah. 
I'm excited for you. You're great at it. I appreciate that. And um, we, um, we 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 got into a <laughs> a topic, a, a debate earlier in regards to this situation or this story that surfaced at a Starbucks coffee shop, right? In Philly, right? And it, it's a shop in Philly. I'm not sure. I, I looked into it a little bit, but um, do you want to explain the backstory of it, or do you want me to do that, or? It's up to you. All Why right. don't you do it? Right, I'll give you a little. You like story. spend more time in Philly than I did. I guess so that Three means years. I, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that. <laughs> I makes, don't know if that's relevant I guess at that all. Makes but it required <laughs> for me to do this for some reason. I'll, but, uh, I'll pass the torch. So long story short, um, you know, two young businessmen were having a meeting at a Starbucks in Philadelphia, and they asked if they could go to the bathroom. Um, they did not purchase anything at the moment, so the barista said they cannot use the bathroom because they did not purchase anything at the Starbucks location. Uh, from there, they um, and this is the part of the story that I think is vague. Yeah, it's I how totally much agree. did how much did they complain or how much did they argue that as a person in the Starbucks they should be able to use the bathroom or not be able to use the bathroom? And essentially, at some point, this barista called the police on these people for. The, the part that's vague is was were they taunting them right. for not being able to use the bathroom because then it would be on the fault of the customer or did they just continue to have their meeting without buying anything and did the barista still call the police for them sitting in the coffee shop not buying anything? I think that's one detail we don't really – that I think is vague about the story but long story short, the police showed up and ended up arresting these two men. These were both uh, two black men. And um, I'm not sure if the barista was black or white. I'm not sure if the cops were black or white. But there was a bit of crit um, of discrimination felt on the half of the customers that, you know, even though they weren't allowed to use the bathroom, why were they arrested at the Starbucks just because they didn't buy anything? So obviously a lot of vague details um, in here. But the, the, the story now takes a takes the discrimination route, the racial discrimination route. Well, there's um, protests. There's been protests outside of Starbucks. They're they're calling for, I think, to boycott star Starbucks. And, you know, I've been seeing a lot of yeah. um, that backlash after this. And yeah. I guess more details keep coming out. So so let's paint the picture here because I think um, my, my, my initial thoughts with, with all this is is a lot of times these situations can, can, can blow up very quickly or not blow up very quickly based on the times that we're in based on other events that have occurred. And I think we're also just because of social media and because, I mean, all the, I'm, you know, here's the thing. This stuff has always happened, right, on a much I more agree. serious level, 1, right? Percent, but yeah. now that it's also in everybody's face, which I think is incredibly healthy because people, including, uh, you know, pedestrians as and more importantly, the, the law enforcement around the country right. needs to see these things that happens because I think it brings a much higher level, hopefully, of self-awareness to the matter. And accountability. And accountability. For sure. Absolutely. But, you know, here's the thing. Two weeks ago, there was an unarmed black man that was shot dead in his backyard. That's a problem, right? Whatever happened here with this arrest and the police station in their defense ended up giving an apology. So whether, again, whether they were right or wrong in the scenario, I think, again, there's a lot of details here we don't have. The The police station had enough self-awareness to realize where this where they could have maybe went too far where they could have maybe done it, and they did give a give an apology saying they didn't understand the rules behind starbucks the unwritten rules that you could spend time in a starbucks without buying anything and it's not that big of a deal or it is a big deal um there, there's but, a lot here but i think this 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 event is also is also a response to 
other things that are much more severe that have been in our, that have been happening recently. Okay. Well, a couple things, and I look. I'm sure you've seen this. I've seen this a million times throughout for forever. There are always signs up that I mean, even sometimes, especially in the cities, you go into like if you have to go to the bathroom, even if it's a pizzeria or a Starbucks or whatever, they'll say like you have to get the code from the cashier to use the bathroom mm -hmm. because you have to purchase. They want you to purchase something. So I think like to me, that's just something I've seen forever, and and I, I know you have too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, so sure. that's not. I mean, that is what it is. Whether you know, so so I'm just what's not making sense in my brain, and that's where we're saying it's kind of vague. Is like. Because then I've, I have heard stories that these guys were just kind of peaceful and did nothing. They were just kind of like sitting Absolutely. there. So what would make an employee call the cops? Like yeah. it makes no sense. Like like I'm a very logical person. You know what I am, Sam? Like logic. Two plus two is four, right? So for me, I'm just like some, there's some sort of disconnect that's, that's not being told, that's being withheld. I've heard that the, the employee has gotten fired since. But, you know – I don't know if you're an employee and you're a barista and you say, you know, it's your job f via the manager to say, hey, you know, I can't you can't use the bathroom unless you're purchasing something. OK, these guys go and sit back in their seat. Are you really going to call the cops to get them removed if they're doing nothing? That's, I, I, what, that's what is odd. And here's the thing. If it's any it could have it could very well be that it could very well be who knows how this barista's day was going. Right. Who knows? You know, th this barista could have had th this could have happened to be the 50 because we're not person. hearing anything about her. Like no sure. one's saying who like what? And I don't even know what she looks like. So, I don't so, either. So, I have but no idea. Before we also name. bring race into it, which is where this issue quickly went. Right. 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 right, before right. We bring race into it, I, I don't know what race she is and, and and if you're gonna go the race route right. that's a big detail right it's not a big detail if you're just talking about the systematic rules of starbucks right. but it's a huge detail if we're gonna go the race route so again i don't know what race she is right but what i'm saying is there is a point to where i will give the and, and then I, and then i'll go and give the employee the benefit of the doubt but where i will give the customer the benefit sure. of the doubt is if this was just happened to be the eighth to ninth person that complained about the bathroom laws at Starbucks, this barista had a long day and just had enough and wasn't, you know, essentially, quote unquote, poised in the moment just to go about their job and just, you know, just continue to tell the customers, no, unless you buy something, you can't go in the bathroom. If she just took it upon herself, like, all right, this is the eighth, ninth one. I'm sick of this. I'm done. You know, F these people. I'm calling the police. She's 100 percent wrong. Because there's people, yes. there's people that spend hours every day in any coffee shop, uh, white, black, Latino, Indian, Hispanic, and don't buy anything and, and spend um, spend hours in this coffee shop without buying anything. And, and I, I mean, I have a whole separate opinion on that, too. And, oh, and yeah. I think you have a story that actually makes sense. You have a friend that, uh, in that in the coffee shop business. That can relate to this. Yeah, and it's not a Starbucks. It's an independent, it's coffee, an independent shop. coffee shop. It's an independent coffee shop. It's a husband and wife. Um, they are actually uh, Moroccan, and they cater to all and love all. And they said, look, it's a real problem because we want to turn the tables faster because yeah. we have people – you know, we're tired of people ordering a $3 coffee and sitting, making this their office for eight hours a day, and we have a small coffee shop that seats 40 people. And if you have, you know, 25 people doing that – it's you're, you're not making money so what do you do you know so so they're like they're thinking let's make the seats not as comfortable let's like they're <laughs> you know how can we do this to get people so that they're not honestly so that's a good business game plan for a coffee shop because it's like these guys and and, and i will take the side 100 percent of the coffee shop in this one in this topic because as someone that works at a restaurant right. on a busy night at a high-end restaurant where 
turning an extra table or two means an extra four or five hundred dollar check. Forget, forget three dollars right. and fifty cents. They're they're just trying to turn a seat that's going to be another three to seven dollars. Right. I mean, if you don't turn a table. Um, and, and I can say this confidently, you know, I've waited on white, black, Hispanic, Indian, Latino tables. And if they're if they pay their bill and they're there for more than another 10, 15 minutes, I start doing little things that could try to give them the, inc- the, nudge, the inclination right? yeah. to get the fuck out. Right. I go and I start taking glasses off their table. I start taking right. little plates, things that I wouldn't have bust on the table until they leave. And I keep going over. Uh, I'll refill their water so they feel stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like seriously, because at the end of the day, whoever you are, if you just, you know, if it's a busy night, you have a certain section of or a go restaurant. Go to the bar. Go move to the go bar. Go to the bar. If you, know? you stay at that table for another 20 minutes after you paid, the person who is giving you that that service, that high-end service that night and is putting a lot into it, you are you are potentially costing them anywhere from 30 to right. 50 bucks. It's money in your night. pocket, 1,000%. And, and, and so few people actually do realize that that it's like you're you're essentially stealing from me if you're staying there and and, and i and it, it's for anyone in the service industry right. so um, imagine a coffee shop that literally they're not selling al- the, the, the the people i'm talking about they're not they're they're in northern virginia they're not selling alcohol so their their markup is very little you know yeah. what i mean they're selling some pastries but their business is coffee right so if you have people and look people do that but i i, I don't want to say i blame starbucks but i think it's that whole starbucks mentality and culture because they've made it like come on in have a coffee bring your laptop chill out yeah. hang out now, now, whose fault is that? Like but but- now, let's also I want to revert back to the isolated incident of Starbucks because I first want to say I completely now like the comparison of the restaurant turning tables and to the Moroccan family that owns a coffee shop turn, turning their tables is completely parallel. So I completely understand that. Now, the one thing I will keep in mind though is I don't think these Starbucks baristas get get any tips for turning tables in their Starbucks. No. It's a huge corporate conglomerate so what was the impulse reason to make this person call the cops oh well and the other thing is too is that i don't even think it was and not that it should make a difference i'm just saying like that to me would seem like something that would come was she a manager that did it or was it just an like a, a barista you know what i mean like it's another detail um because to me and again it's not saying the manager should call the cops at all but you would be like okay upper management is making that decision based on x y and z or is there yeah. like there's there's a definitely a disconnect and i think we just we saw something about the police chief just coming on and saying you know that you actually can sit in a starbucks without purchasing things but it just seems well, like logic well because, well that because, you, like, you shouldn't, right? Like, I mean, I personally, Sam, I don't know about you. For me personally, I don't feel comfortable going into a place, parking my parking my ass with my laptop and, you know, and doing and not ordering anything. Or, But maybe it's because I design a lot of hospitality. You're in the hospitality business. I'm in the hospitality business. I'm, I'm very mindful. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I've done it. I've oh, done it many okay. times. But, but. Without buying anything? A coffee, no, a water. I'll get like a bare minimum. I'll get like a, a cookie and a coffee, and then I'll spend a few hours. But if an employee, because I know that feeling, right? If an employee comes over to me and 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 if they would ever say anything like, you know, oh, we need to, you know, unless you're buying something, we need to, you know, we need the table. I would get up immediately. And, and I think that's okay. I would not even argue. I don't think there's anything wrong with a business, especially a small business, okay? Like an independent boutique coffee shop or pizza shop. Yeah. Or I don't think there's any problem with you saying, look, you know, here's the deal. Like, you know, you, you really can't, you know, we have a kind con- of, so I have seen some restaurants that put a, um, a sign up with a minimum. Like, I think as the customer too, I think you, 
there's got to be a level of, of understanding of how tough it is with these indie coffee shops to compete with the conglomerates of Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and right. Panera Bread. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It's different at those places. Yes. You know, go there, bring a lounge chair. When you go to Panera Bread, I think you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I think you can go to Panera Bread. I think you can take your pants off. I think you can walk around. I think you don't have to shave Have a party. Have a- <laughs> I, I think at Panera Bread, with the amount of, of baby strollers that are there from the hours of noon to 3.30, I think it's at the point where if you walk in the Panera Bread, their motto is guy. Do whatever the fuck you're going to do. You know what I mean? So that's completely different. But you need to understand the struggle of these independent shops that, you know, the hospitality has to be a little bit better. The actual product has to be a little bit better because you're most likely paying a, a couple dollars more for that, for that cappuccino. So, you know, a seating is a big deal. Right. For a mom and pop shop. Well, you know what I also saw? There's this cool, it's a co-working, um, they call it a co-work, co-working cafe. Yeah. So they're starting to do this thing with like coffee shops where they charge, kind of, it's almost like a WeWork concept, except it's a coffee shop, right? So you pay like almost like a monthly fee mm-hmm. so that at least it's covering, you know what I mean? Like it's covering them for if you're just going to sit there all day long and order mm-hmm. one coffee a day. So you're a like paying a mem- shop membership. Yeah, it's like a membership. So because people like to chill, like for some reason, people like to work. <laughs> and- <laughs> listen, listen, I'm just telling you right now, if you open up one of those in like the Williamsburg, Brooklyn area, you're going to see some shit. You, <laughs> you're going to see if you if you're telling me you're going to tell these Brooklyn hipsters that for a monthly fee. <laughs> This is your second home. Why? You are going to see some shit. You're going to walk in there. You're going to see a guy like string, uh, uh, curling his beard, curling his mustache in front of you. You're going to see a guy give himself an in-home shave in the back. Oh you're going to see a guy take off his socks and shoes and start clipping his toenails. You're going to see. Oh you're going to yeah, see my... some shit. Yeah, you're yeah. going to see some shit. And I think it's that's got to be. An amazing, fun little microclimate to witness. But, but you know, but I think that that's kind of like I think that's that these independent coffee shops are at a loss because what do they do? You know, they don't want to lose clients and say you can't sit here for six hours. But, but you know, I can't, I can't live off of you sitting here for six hours and me making selling a coffee to you for four dollars and I'm making eighty cents on it. Yeah. That I mean, that makes no sense. Yeah. Right. So I mean, what what do you do with that? Well, and the other part of the argument, too, is – and I think this is why why the apology ended up coming from the police department. It was like it's one thing to call the cops. It's another thing to actually arrest these two gentlemen, Ugh, even, if the, I mean, even if the arrest was I, – I, I apparently heard very civil. It was just kind of like, okay, we had – it was more – it was one of those things where it was like they asked them to just go in handcuffs very quickly because it's like procedure. And, and then they looked back at it and, and said, you know what? That might have been a little much, and that's and that's completely where when this story goes race related, right? I see the justification sure. because even if the cops came in, here's the thing: they were called. So if you call the police, you could be walking into anything from two young professionals having a business meeting, which is what this was, to a guy running around naked. Like like, like, like right. you were called. So the, the up to the point of the police coming in the Starbucks. Nothing is wrong, right? Now, once you see, you know, now it, it comes down to, again, I, I want to know how brash, how insubordinate these guys were about this bathroom policy. Because that would be the only way to maybe justify a, a an like, arrest, but it, it would take a lot. Well, like, the only way to me that I, I don't even know, like, police are called all the time and they just they just move people out. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, yeah. like, they could have they showed up. Again, I'm not saying it's right that they were called, but if they were called for whatever reason, 
they could have just been like, sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. And if the, these guys were calm, like it seemed like they were and they said they were, yeah. they would have probably just said, OK, well, I mean, everyone after the fact says they were. Right. I mean, right. Right. But, right. Where, but what yeah. I'm trying to say is if they weren't like going nuts, if they weren't if there wasn't a, a physical, you know, confrontation, Which, yeah, I then I think, I think I think I think I think the cops. They didn't have to arrest them. They could have just said, "Sir, we need you to leave." And nine out of ten times, people are going to be like, "Okay, my bad, I'm, I'm out." Like, or not my bad. Like, okay, fine, I get it. That's their policy. I don't think they had to call you, but but to be arrested with handcuffs, I mean, that's insane, right? The only way I see it is they at, at this point, it's like they went up to the guys and they're like, "Listen, we were called here because we, we got to do something." So at this point, you obviously were were being too insubordinate based on the Starbucks policies where we were called, right? So now it's still all good. As long as you leave right now, go somewhere else to have your meeting. It's all good. The only way I could see it is if they're like, no, we're not leaving. No, we're, we're definitely leaving. And then, and then there's that thing where, I mean, at the same token, you know, it's your job as law enforcement to enforce something if you're called to do so. Now you're looking at them, you're like, buddy, you got to you gotta leave. There's, there's another Starbucks 50 yards away. Right, so did it actually the police? There's a Cafe Bean or Cafe Bene. What's it called? <laughs> where they just, where, another place where you can't get coffee, by the way. It, you can't get coffee in any of these places. You can just get, <laughs> you just get milkshakes. That's, it. That's what you get. You get and you pink, pay like $12. You get green and pink milkshakes. No one's drinking coffee. The Capricorn. What is it? The um, unicorn drink. No <laughs> one's drinking coffee. But, but the cop goes, listen, listen, listen. You, you can get another green milkshake 50 yards away. Just walk down the street. And... If it was to the point where they were just like, dude, fuck off, we're not leaving, then it's like I could see the civil arrest, like I could see how it happened. I want to hear from the employee that did it. Yeah. Do you think that she'll come I forward? Even know or he? Like. I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl, to uh, be honest. You it's kept making it a he. I kept. I mean, you kept making it a she. I, I kept making it a he. Because <laughs> we, just don't, one of we them. just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know. Um, but I'm just curious. What but also, will... but also, I think also, you know, I, it's one of those stories that gets legs unnecessarily. Um, what the protests are about are more than legitimate issues, and they're things that need to completely, like, like you know, I, I mean, and, and I'm not trying to go into the whole NFL right now with the Colin Kaepernick argument and stuff like that. But I mean, I, I believe people have the right to a voice and have the right to protest. You know racial injustice in this country so if you just call those protests another protest against racial injustice yeah absolutely support it completely but in regards to this isolated incident you know this is a little bit this is a little bit where there could have been some wrong as far as language and etiquette and what was done after there was just a bit of a disagreement on both ends what i want to get back more into is just in a coffee shop culture that we do live in i want to know about coffee shop etiquette in general Right. What I mean, where where do you draw the line? It, it, it's another form of hospitality at the end of the day, and you know. But why do you think that people have like? What do you think it is about coffee shops that people feel like this is where they have to park and and have all these meetings and spend like? Because I, I do think there's a difference. Like as a for instance, I think that people going to a high end restaurant, though some people do stay longer. I get that. No one's gonna sit at that table for six hours. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna do that. No one. They might stay for two and a half hours, because but they're not going to sit for six. Okay? Coffee shop is is the 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 brand that, like you said, Starbucks created, right? Yeah, they and definitely then, did. And that. Then Panera Bread hopped on board, and they're like, "Listen, we're the same thing. We're right over here. We're doing the same thing. The only thing is, you don't you, you don't need pants. You don't need any <laughs> pants. No one needs pants here. But we're the same. Like like what the brand is is therapeutic. You walk inside and you get your coffee. You sit down. Everything looks like you're 
your ex girlfriend's bedroom. You know. Well, you, I'm designing a coffee shop now. I, of I just, I just, you are. I just did one. This is and a big I'm, part of your business, right? So it's interesting that you say that, Sam, because the whole point. I just opened one, and I'm doing the sister one in, in actually in DC in the city, and and there. Oh, the, to Detour Coffee. Yeah, to Detour Coffee. Why don't you ever spiel the name of your clients? It, it's Detour Coffee. It's a Detour great coffee, coffee shop. It's in Arlington. Shout out to Detour. Go there. Yo. Go there. Check out the bikes hanging from the ceiling, and get yourself a cappuccino. <laughs> There's bikes, there's doors, but the whole point of the design, and I'm doing the one in Washington, D.C., in the actual city, um, is that it's like I invaded grandma's basement and there's no design. So I'm making the design look like there's absolutely no design when it's obviously very thought out and yeah. calculated design, right? Yeah. But it's funny that you say that because it's like that's what the idea is. Like, Look, look at like you, you being all millennial because that's the most millennial thing you've said all day. <laughs> it's, it's the It's the therapeutic environment where you walk in and it's supposed to feel like home. That's what this is. Coffee shop, re- high-end restaurants are supposed to feel like a place where you go to hang, and it's cool, special, it's sleek, it's fun, it's, a nice it's special. Occasion, the word right. special, I'm going to stop you there. That's a great word for it. Right. Coffee shops aren't special. Your no, bedroom, there are it, a dime a dozen it's now. homey. Yeah. It's homey. It's Nobody cares about, right. And what does that create? How long would you want to hang at home during the day? At least five, six hours. <laughs> so right. then you got these people. But then what do you do? As a business owner, what do you do? Because you're creating this environment. Yeah. You build it, they come. But you can't expect somebody. And also, how much coffee can one drink? I mean, it's some a, people, I'm just I, saying. Some, you some, know, can, some people can. But, like, seriously, most people are not going to drink, you know, two. I mean, you're going to have a better shot of. And that's why I think to another point. Yeah. Some of these coffee shops are, or they do offer wine and beer and spirits. And now they're bringing in more lunches and that sort of thing to make more money. Because at the end of the day, let's face it. Some people are coffee addicts. They'll drink it all day yeah. long. But some people can. Because that business plan is like, all right, l- listen, I mean. <laughs> At the end of the day, you're only spending five bucks. This is just your home. We we got vodka. We got vodka now. Right, right. Can you please hang at that couch that looks like your mom's couch over there for another two hours? We got vodka. Yeah. That's what it is. And then it'll bump up the check a little because you got to do something. You have because to. Because first of all, let's think about it. Seriously. Think about the business structure. Is that what you're going to? Yeah. The business structure looks like it's built for failure. Right. Well, well, that, if yeah. you really think about the numbers. Right. And that's exactly because even if you put a, a, a high, even if you make the coffee $6 a cup. Let's just because Starbucks is is expensive. Some of their coffees. Are well, let's great. go. The, but here's the thing: Starbucks, Panera Bread, Dunkin' Donuts. They're all corporate backed. So at the end of the day, it's like I, I and I'm saying this because seeing like like at Del Frisco's firsthand, you know, like like when when they open their new stores, their new restaurants, right? The amount of money they can throw away to like teach people how to make drinks, the amount of liquor and food they just throw away just to get it down pat is 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 in is in you know comprehensible. To someone that's never been in a hospitality environment, because they got a big fat corporate backing, because they have they have over a hundred locations. Right. The mom and pop model, it's hard to justify how it works because there's nothing, there's no food and and you know drink costs that you can really throw down the shitter. Ah. So everything you do has to be leading to some sort of profit. And when you're talking about, like you said, that's why the coffee is probably a few dollars more expensive. But at the end of the day, it's still six, seven bucks but you're you tapping a, out at. Right, right. But here's the thing. You have a better shot of people drinking, you know, three glasses of wine, two glasses of wine in an hour, three glasses yeah. of wine in an hour, right, yeah. versus three cups of coffee. Seriously, because it, at some point, it's just, you know, you're no, not going uh, to throw down like that, you because know? Because it's like how, I mean – what is another way without reverting to alcohol to make this business concept work? I mean, you can only sell so many croissants. That's what I mean. You're only so going, a lot of them are doing lunch now, and they're doing like, avocado toast. You know, <laughs> avocado toast. I think for six months, for the first six months, saved about twenty five 
hipster coffee shop <laughs> businesses, right? And then people were like, listen, I, I just can't eat any more avocado toast. Like, like, I've been eating avocado toast three times a day. You know? I know? So then they're like, okay, have a have a have a um a kai ball. Have a, a kai they're like they're like, what like you want me to spend fourteen dollars so you can put raspberries and strawberries in a grain ball? No. I'm not gonna spend thirty dollars for a fruit cup and avocado on toast. Right. right. So what is the model? And the model has to be, hey, you had a long week? I got a I got a glass of Pinot Noir in the house. One thousand so nine bucks? And little nine che- to fourteen, little bucks. cheese plate on the side. You have the cool vibes. This Gruyere was hand carved, <laughs> right? So then the then this yeah. then the ten dollar check goes to at least thirty or forty bucks. And, and now you can justify cost. Now you can justify keeping the lights on. Right, right, right. And then you know, tough business model. It's a tough, tough. business model, and 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 you can't. And look, and if you start limiting people, right, to say, hey, you can only be here an hour. You can only be here for two hours at the most. Yeah. Then they're gonna go to another coffee shop that's not gonna put those restrictions. I like the idea of hiring someone to dress very uncomfortably <laughs> to tell the people after an hour <laughs> that they have to leave. Like, yeah, like you ever see the cop from Reno 911 who directs the traffic and he wears like the cop booty shorts? I like the idea of like a really <laughs> mini booty short coffee apron, right? Where it's like, like there's so much upper thigh, and you get like a, this is what you get. You get a white guy that looks like me. You get a white guy whose body with the mun or without the mun. Without the mun, no, with the mun. What am I saying? You get a white guy that has that amoeba body, where like you know he used to have more of an, an athletic build, maybe when he was in college. But this guy's in his early 30s now. He just has like like flabby body. He has the so, button pops. So the a, super tight shirt with the button pops. Yes, there's a lot of upper upper, but it's still buttoned. Upper chubby white thighs, right in your face. And he walks over to you and, and he goes, hey, guys, that's I just, funny. At some point, I really need you to leave. I really need you to leave. And then he kind of th- slowly thrusts his crotch a, a dangerously close to the table. And he just says, you know, and I, you're horrified. I just need you to leave pretty soon. It, we have an hour minimum. And, and, then, and then those people go, we're, we're getting fucked yeah. we're, we're getting out now. You know, so like the cop. He's the um, the coffee cop. Right. Yes. And, you know. The coffee copper, the coffee stopper. <laughs> but like you said, so we 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 broke down. Even if you add wine and beer and add avocado toast with three different flavors and f- overpriced fruit bowls to the equation, like you said, the checks are still twenty but thirty that, bucks. That, you gotta turn the table. But that's why here's here's what I think. Honestly, is I think it is a good. Mo- I think it could be an interesting model to do the 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 co-working or the cafe concept and this is how i think you could do it mm-hmm. i think you could have like the first part of the coffee shop more of a you know maybe they have a, a drink rail type of set, settings setting so like if you want to drink your coffee but you're not gonna you're not gonna be comfortable setting up shop there for like hours right so like that's the coffee shop where you go in you go out mm-hmm. they just put one of these above uh, next to the path station did mm-hmm. you see it the, it's called joe Boken in hoboken it's no. like a new coffee shop they just put it. So you go in, you go out, you're catching the train. It's oh, there's cool. nowhere to sit. Right. I've been to That's that what I'm shop. saying. Yes. So you just go in, you get your coffee. Maybe, like I said, there's a drink rail. So if you want to stand and be on your phone, yes. it's quick. Okay. But then if you want the experience, maybe I'm, that's a good, maybe I should do this. Uh, we should do this. Well, so then. Let's hear the full idea. The, first. Okay. Then you have the part, the, the second part. Okay. Like you kind of go through like. The way Beauty and Essex is, like you start in the pawn shop and then you go back to you the go club. Through like like saloon doors. Yeah, you go through, up. and then it's like if you want to have that that hangout. Yeah. Then you could pay, even if it's tw- I don't know how much it would be a month. I mean, what would make sense? But even if it was twenty, or you, there's different tiers. Sure. You pay so that it is like your office that you can have a seat, kick your feet up, be there, blah yeah. blah blah. Damn, I think this could be interesting. But 
is this this is this the concept though? Did you just explain the WeWork coffee concept, or or is this a new thing? No, I think it's. I'm saying there's the, there is a co-work, there is a cafe. I'm just trying to ask you if you can copyright this or not. Because like, <laughs> like I'm saying, like didn't you say ten minutes ago there was a WeWork no, coffee space? No, it's thing. not WeWork. It's not a WeWork coffee space. There's a I'm co-work. I'm saying it's WeWork. Oh, it's like it's the, the idea. Same thing. Yeah, so there is a co-working co- cafe. Okay. Okay, but I mean, I don't know that it's set up where you can have the the quick in and out. Yeah. So you're not turning away that business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could have the I, I'd have to look more into it, but I think that could work because then you're yeah. hitting all the marks. You're hitting all the marks, and um, I mean, I, I yeah, you put in like a little built-in like brick oven pizza Ooh. in the back, right? And I'll then drive some coffee. A lot of ideas, <laughs> a lot of great coffee shop ideas. Um, long story short, if you go to a Starbucks or you go to a coffee shop, right? You know, buy like a, gr- a granola bar, sit down, forty-five minutes max, then go on with with. Just with be mindful day. that. You need to do that. These are small business owners. Even in Starbucks, yeah. it doesn't even matter. Starbucks no, started. Starbucks no, is, because Starbucks started with one shop, you know, and they're not all huge, and it doesn't matter. I think just be mindful across the board of, you know, I don't, I don't know. I, I guess it's a comfort thing. I don't feel comfortable sitting in a place where I'm not, pat- I'm not spending money. I think it's rude. Yeah. To it, me, it, I think it's rude. I think it you know, is, it, it at least and, and at least people, drop three bucks, five bucks, whatever. This and is and how just I feel. so you know, on another level, in the example we said, where you know, at least at a restaurant, you would feel uncomfortable spending more than fifteen minutes after you pay. <laughs> there are people that come into like a Del Frisco's for lunch and they get hot tea. I can't. And they read. I just a book don't even understand. And they get a table. They don't even do it at the bar. They get a table. Just them. They sip hot tea and they read a book, and you know. These people are probably very lonely people, but at the end of the day, there it's just the there's a reason for that. There's a reason why they are because they they think decisions like that are a good decision. But like why? So so I mean, this could go into a whole different topic because you don't want to say, oh, no one has the right to do that, blah blah blah. You don't I don't know. think they do. But but it's like, but why would you go to Del Frisco's to order a hot tea? Like yeah. why wouldn't you go to like, I don't know. Because I want to hang in the environment. I want the the cool. It just makes no sense to me. Just, yeah, it, I just don't get it. It's it's one of those moves and, and, and it's a very it's a very millennial move too. It's it's about it's about, you know, sucking in all the positives of life without excreting out anything positive. You're just sucking everything in. You're sucking in all the stuff that is there and for you this, and you're giving back nothing. Is this but okay, so maybe I don't know and I'm not I'm just asking. So maybe is this because for me, like I would never even feel right about the decision in my conscience, in my soul. Like mm-hmm. I could never I would never it would never happen, and I'm not want to say never say never, but I would never go into Del Frisco's to order tea. It will never happen. So I, my conscience would be like, that's ridiculous. Who would do that? So are you saying that millennials, in general, like? I think millennials have all come from a generation of of parents that the job market was in a much better place. A lot of a lot of people did well. A lot of people, while doing well, also destroyed the environment. But that's another conversation for another day. A lot of people did well. A lot of hardworking people. A lot of people with the idea of their first job it's like oh you're set for life you got a job with ibm you're set for life and just and now that's why a lot of the a, a lot of the parents of millennials nowadays don't understand why it's so difficult which it it has gotten on a lot of levels more difficult not saying not complaining but it just is what it is right um so so now you have a lot of millennials that, that grew up in a nice big house everything they need they went the route their parents told them to get the college education hey $150 in student debt, no big deal. That 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 generic communications degree, that generic political science degree, that business degree, it's going to pay off. It'll be fine. And then they get the degree, 
And they hit, starting in 2007, one of the biggest economic crises in our country's history. Right. And there's no jobs. There's right. nothing else. And now you have these people that have been – that grew up with the silver spoon for the first 22 years and now have been walking around the world the last five years and are just lost because they need to live that same lifestyle, but they don't know how to acquire it for themselves. So what do you do? You go get hot tea, but you don't get hot tea anywhere. You get hot tea in Del Frisco's. Sam, I think this is a good intro for another episode because I think that we should have a, a conversation about millennials and Generation X. Let's do it. Next episode, we're going to record it in, 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 in a couple of minutes. But until then, guys, <laughs> it's been a Say What Podcast. <laughs> you can follow us on now iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Sam, how do we find Say What Podcast on Google, Google Sam, Play? Sam, how do That's we a, find Say What Podcast on I Google Play? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I do not know how Google Play works. I have not. Since, I don't even know what that is. Since we went up on Sad. Google Play, I don't know where to find it. I don't know anything about it. But here's the thing, Android users. I was told <laughs> we got to be on it. And guess what? We're fucking on it. And Sam delivers. This is this is what Sam does. So Google Play, SoundCloud, and iTunes. You got three different platforms. If you go to iTunes, mainly iTunes, please stop getting – stop sucking in all of our free fucking content. <laughs> Without an excellent advice, I might say. Excellent advice. Without <laughs> at least giving us a subscribe, a rate, and review. I would rather you just give a two star <laughs> review if you don't like the show. You get the shit for free anyway. I care if you like the show. I don't give a shit. I actually do. I want to know the constructive criticism. Angel devil. I want to know the constructive criticism. I want to know what you got to say. I like constructive criticism. Yeah, but it, I like, I want them to love the show. Of course. But, you know, <laughs> sometimes we're not so lovable. That could just be. Well, at least you're not. Sure. <laughs> I know I am. Sure. Hope you guys enjoyed the alien conspiracy <laughs> rants me and my fiance went on last week. I love Gina. Hope you enjoyed this episode. You know, as you see, you, you know who the one next to me truly loves. Not me. That's fine. <laughs> I live with it. You can also follow us on Instagram. Say what podcast. You can check it out. Say what? Yvette, what's going on? Uh, Sam, super busy. I'm really excited. I have Rockwood opening very soon this week coming up, and I'm really excited about that. I did yeah. some unique design tricks, and I have my Torchy's Tacos in Texas. Torchy's Tacos. If you don't understand this, I'm going to really break this down to you guys. They had 48 locations or 57 54. Lo 54 locations. <laughs> third third tries a charm. 54 locations Just before a vet came into the picture. And now she is going to be the designer for all the expanding locations. It's freaking awesome. And Not all of them. I mean, okay. <laughs> but I love the I love the positive vibes. They can't they hold that against they me. They have other designers and I'm gonna be one of the, the designers from New York. They wanted yeah. a designer out of New York. Yeah. So if you're if you're from the Southwest, you're from the South, you like a good taco, a good cantina spot, a good tequila drink. This is happening. It's amazing. Actually the food is delicious and they're awesome and their vibe and their concept I believe in wholeheartedly. So it's a real honor and a pleasure to work for them and I feel really excited that they selected me to help them out of New York. So it's really cool and really great. And they have some amazing, very talented designers uh, that are in the um, in their area in Texas. So it's going to be a real treat for me to get to work with people like this. Wonderful news. Wonderful news, guys. Um, as always, Sam Mushman on all platforms, S-A-M-M-U-S-H-M-A-N, Yvette underscore Irene underscore design on Instagram. Check her out. And the Say What podcast. Yeah, I spilled that a couple minutes ago. But I yeah, know, but it. I was still basking in my happy place of design. So, so yep. <laughs> sorry, Rate, I Rate, review, it. <laughs> subscribe, enjoy. Hopefully, guys. Until next time, it's been Say What. Ciao. Thank you. Peace.